0: what's up guys what's up fam friends peanut butter lovers Gel-
1: jelly lovers we got any of those no
0: apple cider vinegar drinkers car drivers
1: shouts out to those licensed motherfuckers up in here or unlicensed
0: are you licensed to be a mofo asking the real questions here <laughs>
1: are, you, are you certified <clears throat> ill as fuck or are you just like Doing it on the side, freelancing or whatever.
0: Freelancing's still good, you know. You gotta pay taxes, but that's fine.
1: Small business is the backbone of the economy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what I got to do today was I got a new cell phone provider. Went with good old Mint Mobile. What up? And I downloaded the shit. Went to go activate it on my phone. iPhone 11 Pro. And... I enter all the information and stuff, and it's like, oh, you can't use the SIM card on your phone. And I was like, say what? And it turns out it wasn't unlocked, and I didn't know that you had to do that. And that's a scam, dude. You freaking pay for this phone, and I mean, it was paid off, and you can get it unlocked by AT&T, but it takes two days.
1: So you gotta be sending some back alley third party emails and shit.
0: Yeah, like, what the hell? drive to the AT&T store, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, you have to do that online. I can't do that on my tablet. Like, yeah, right. You can do it. (sighs) So stupid. So then I find this unlocked iPhone 13 online, and I was like, hell yes. Hit up good old Cindy. Meet her at Xfinity. Get the phone. It's in perfect condition. You know?
1: We're not allowed to do transactions at Xfinity, though, so we had to go over to the Noble. Their security is a little less tight.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's for sure unlocked, right? And she's like, I'm pretty sure I'm just going off of what Xfinity told me, because that's where they bought it. And I was just like, let's just pray to God that this sweet old lady is right and that it is unlocked. And I was like, I'll take the chance. I'll buy, I'll buy it in cash. Worst comes to worst, I could sell it for more money. I'm just kidding, but then take it home, try to set it up, takes a good two, three hours probably because the process was not processing correctly, you know, so uh, I had to like redo it a few times and
1: the procession was not proceeding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, then I finally get it set up. Everything is working perfectly. I get my SIM card downloaded. Whew, thank God. And everything starts working. And then just out of nowhere, it starts straight up bugging. Straight bugging, bro.
1: Bugging.
0: It was just like giving me the wheel of death while I was trying to do anything.
1: It's like, yo, it's 2023. We ain't got time for buffering. Same 2010 YouTube no more.
0: Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. I was like, can I actually trust this dude? And I was like, oh, no, is Mint Mobile, like, shit service, actually? Because, you know, it's cheap. Unlimited is $30 a month, which is awesome.
1: We're over here trying to rep Ryan Rennie.
0: (laughs) Remember who you're fighting for, right? (laughs) But then I just restarted the phone, and now it's working perfect. So, fuck yeah, dude. Things do work out, I think.
1: After a series of shitty events leave you a little broken inside. Sometimes you catch some wins. <laughs> some dubs, some Ws. Du- or as the French say, w Which yeah. makes more sense because it actually looks like two Vs. But I don't know if y'all are ready for that conversation yet.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I just hate when you, like, are driving around to a bunch of different stores and they're just not open, they can't help you. Like, I had to go to Xfinity and at and today because... Got to figure out something with my pricing on internet, and they weren't open. And then AT and T, as soon as I walk in, he's like, "Yeah, you have to do that online." And it's like, bro, I just feel like an idiot driving around. Like, well, that didn't work. Oh, that didn't work. But it's all good. It's it's working out, bro. I got a minty ass mobile right now, so
1: freshy mobile.
0: Shouts out, shouts out. <laughs> but anyways what are we talking about today
1: well if y'all made it this far we got your ip address
0: oh so we
1: will be visiting your house for in-person solicitation
0: just just to say hi but um
1: welcome to another exciting insulation of insulation we're here to insulate your mind keep it nice and toasty in there your brain sack (laughs) uh this is the make do podcast with your hosts trinity and insert female host (laughs) name and title
0: you can call me whatever you want
1: just don't call me late for dinner am i right (laughs) that's me slapping my knee (laughs) trying to get it to work
0: yeah i'm sure you can recognize this raspy ass voice
1: girl's bringing the straight rasp
0: still don't know what's going on with that Trying to eat some peanut butter to, you know, lubricate, maybe? I don't know.
1: Coat the throat. Throat coat. Hashtag coat the throat 2019.
0: But yeah, we kind of touched on this topic a little bit in the last episode, but we wanted to kind of discuss...
1: The pharmaceutical scam. Yeah. So everybody get your tinfoil hats and your shotguns, because we ain't trusting the government No more. <laughs> no more. Ain't that right, Indy? She's over there not trusting the govie right now.
0: But yeah, this episode is called What's Your Medicine?
1: Sponsored by Zoloft.
0: <laughs> 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 Use promo code makedo 2023 to get 50% off of Zoloft. Or anything you want.
1: <laughs> We're not saying it's the black market, because you can't legally say that. But we do endorse it, whatever it is. So we're over here actively working on this, writing this podcast as we're going, which we usually do, because we're damn professionals. like to keep it fresh, keep it tight, keep that shit tight. Uh,
0: But this episode was sponsored by DJ Khalid, where he said... (laughs) (laughs) When
1: when and where? When he said, and another one. (laughs) Or he said, you the best, chief.
0: No, 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 no. He says, cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs out. Nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Profound shit I'm a pop right
1: star, there. not a doctor. I thought that was Drake.
0: What? No, it's <laughs> <That was laughs> DJ Khaled.
1: I know, but Drake's on that song. I'm sure that it. I'm pretty sure that part is sung by Drake.
0: It doesn't matter. He wrote it.
1: DJ Khaled wrote it?
0: Yes, it's by DJ Khaled
1: well he's the the headliner but i don't think he wrote drake's lyrics
0: he did all right
1: so y'all go ahead and start hitting up the comments right now do y'all think drake is real or what
0: it would say featuring drake
1: i'm a pop star i'm pretty sure he
0: i'm pretty sure he raps that song too
1: i don't know dog i'm a little suspicious of someone having dj in their name and saying they're a rapper (laughs) that's just a little sketch
0: so, Anyways, like,
1: are you a disc jockey or are you a master of ceremonies? You got to stand on one side of the fence. Yes. Anyway, irrelevant, <laughs> I think that.
0: I'm sure we've all heard this quote though. Your doctor is not your healthcare provider. They are your drug dealer.
1: Never and, never heard that. Um,
0: of course, I'm talking about like the traditional doctor offices, you know, where it's just a for-profit business. They're trying to get you in and out as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, you got one hour to make your case as to what kind of illness you have. Less. And what's the fastest.
0: They get you out in half an hour. Wait time and all.
1: And they're like, yo, this is gonna work maybe. We're gonna go ahead and up the dosage in two weeks if it doesn't.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just such a weird feeling. Like, I remember going in for eczema and my doctor literally looked at it for Point two seconds and was like yeah i'm gonna prescribe you this steroid cream and like it worked <laughs> which is kind of doesn't help my case here but like uh, there was no talk of like this will help in the future to not get eczema this is what you can do to avoid it it was just yeah use this cream use the steroid cream and it'll go away and it did
1: but, but not, not once did they ask have you been exposed to sulfuric acid
0: <laughs> no they did not And they did not tell me to stay away from it either. So as far as I'm concerned, it's fair game. But it is kind of crazy just how little care is put into healthcare visits, you know? There's little health and there's little care. They're just like, take an antibiotic and get out of here.
1: Little visits.
0: Yeah. I was talking about this in a previous episode, but I did this video shoot about these clinical collective doctor's offices. They were really proud of the fact that they didn't really have like an overwhelming amount of patience. So it wasn't a case of get your patients in and out as quickly as possible, turn and burn, baby.
1: Surf and turf.
0: Yeah, they were able to actually take the time and like really learn about their patients, learn about their background, what other services they might need if they have access to certain things and if they need resources for it, which is super cool. That's how it should be, you know? Like, I can't imagine being a doctor and trying to sing like 50 patients a day or something. That'd be insane. I mean, I don't know if that's legit numbers, but that's what it seems like, because yeah, literally every time I've gone to the doctor, it's been like 30 minute visits, even when it's like severe back pain or anxiety, depression, etc. So the whole point of that quote about them not being your healthcare provider and being your drug dealer is that If somebody is prescribing you a drug with less than an hour of getting to know you, what does that tell you about their intentions, you know?
1: You should sit down with your weed guy because he will hang out with you for at least an hour and a half. (laughs) Scrolling through YouTube and shit.
0: But my dad has a really eloquent way of describing this. He says, if you are experiencing anxiety and depression, then you can easily go to the doctor and just get a pill prescribed. That works for some people who, they sit there and they look at their lives and they think, I don't want to change a goddamn thing about what I'm doing. I just want a pill that'll make me feel better and I can continue on with my life. I don't want to analyze how much I'm working out, how much alcohol I'm consuming, weed, drugs, cigarettes, whatever. I just want to feel better now, and I don't care about the consequences that could happen from taking these drugs. I don't want to make any changes. But there's another option where you can analyze your life, where you could be doing better in certain areas, how you could be taking care of your mental stability better, what supplements you could be taking.
1: You could be altering your funny cat video ratio, because that's crush. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I've even heard social media, like Chrissy Wissy or Chris De Stefano, He was saying that as soon as he quit social media, he dropped like five pounds immediately. So social media is a drug. Question mark? <laughs>
1: Exclamation it, point? It has a lot of sugar in it. It's been known to cause cancer in the state of California, like everything else.
0: And now, it's weird, on the radio, I've been hearing this ad about Instagram addiction and how you can actually sue if you or your loved ones have been experiencing eating disorders or anything like that.
1: Damn, I should be getting a fat settlement then.
0: (laughs) It sounds, like, ridiculous to even think about, but it's also kind of scary that that is actually legally available, you know. Anyways, so, yeah. What was I saying about Yeah, he was saying that you basically have two options. You can go to the doctor, have him prescribe you a drug, not change a single thing in your life, and get some relief. Or you can analyze your life and start doing things mentally and physically that will have a much greater impact on your mental health and a lasting one as well. We all know what we need to be doing, like working out is a huge one.
1: Going to church.
0: Uh, poison god
1: poison god
0: and um taking supplements I talked about this in another episode but I'll reiterate some supplements that you can try for stress, anxiety and reducing the effects of stress on your body are rhodiola, ashwagandha burps magnesium, gaba
1: S-A-M-E, lithium orotate, uh, lion's mane. Yeah. I think I heard about turkey's tail. It's another fungus. Really? That's what's in that coffee, that latte stuff that we got, the golden coffee.
0: Mmm. That definitely solved my problems, so.
1: That's something I've been hearing about, uh, is mushroom coffee. supposed to be the future.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you see those ads on Instagram all the time about mud water. It's like... Are you drinking coffee, bro? You're a no, piece of shit, I'm then. drinking mud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a cup of joe. I want a cup of dirty water.
0: <laughs> but no, it's cool. Honestly, it's weird, but I feel like the more coffee I've been drinking, the more I feel it affecting me. Like, the other day, I was doing work late at night and drinking a bunch of coffee, and I could, like... I felt, like, twacked out, bro. I was like, yo...
1: Feel your hair growing.
0: (laughs) I ain't never felt this crazy from coffee. And I never paid for drugs.
1: Not once. (laughs) Not once, Dewey Cox.
0: (laughs) Great quote. Better movie. Um, But yeah, anyways, I think that that way he explains that is just a very concise and realistic perspective on the whole mental health thing and you know maybe you do want a drug maybe you do need it i know everything i know in my whole entire life comes from comedy podcasts that i listen to but a lot of the comics take zoloft and what's the one that starts with the l lexapro yeah yeah and they they can't live without it and
1: that's I mean, great you know i talked to my therapist about this actually cause i was telling her how we were planning on doing a segment on this and uh you know she honestly agreed that meds are not necessarily right for everyone especially whatever you were taking like the first shot you know but she was like i want you to consider that some people actually want the help and it does work for them if they get on some some regimen you know and i figured it definitely is easy to be kind of black and white about it when you don't have like violent debilitating hallucinations and shit i get that um but your psychiatrist doesn't have that stuff either so i'm always kind of skeptical i'm like how do they really know it's gonna work it's gonna make the voices go away if they are like some perfectly healthy seem think they think that they are person one of our probably your favorite rapper asap rock that's asap rock not asap rocky never to be confused (laughs) um yeah, I, I heard the story that he was on antidepressants for, like, 14 years, and he never felt like it was really helping him. And then his therapist one day recommended that he just try getting a cat.
0: MD recommended Sense of Purpose.
1: And uh, his cat Kirby, apparently that was, like, the game-changer for him. And he so said that helped more than anything else he had tried.
0: Yeah, he's a crazy cool dude. When he wrote The Impossible Kid, he literally lived it in a barn by himself for like a couple years just to like really focus
1: if you have the option live in a barn for a couple years to really do some reflective introspection
0: yeah which like really speaks to how talented he is because i feel like i would need the stimulation of the outside world to like inspire me but he was like nah it's coming from within fam which is pretty cool shouts out but my friend actually takes this natural supplement, they call it medication, but I guess it's homeopathic medication called Brilla, or brillia and is like a one-size-fits-all kind of medication.
1: Uh, I was gonna say shoe. Oh. <laughs> shoe or hat.
0: Excellent. I guess that there's, like, no harmful side effects. Um, it's really supposed to help everything <laughs> that is ailing ailing you, which can seem kind of skeptical, of course. She says it really works for her. I have wanted to try it myself, but I didn't really want to spend the money, but it does seem like it's worth it. And I guess the person that invented it made it for her son because she noticed that her son was just hyperactive, stressed, depressed, and it just, like, fixed him. But it's kind of interesting that there is a concept of a one-size-fits-all type of drug because... Something that I have been entertaining the idea of, I'm not like completely sold on this or necessarily believe this completely, but when I kind of start to think about this stuff a lot, I always kind of get back to the same idea that, like, anybody who has a mental illness, do they really actually have that mental illness? Or are they just being taught to identify? with said illness, that a doctor literally prescribes to you. Like, a diagnosis is- could be a a prescription of a mental illness. How many stories have you heard about people who were diagnosed with the wrong thing, and then when they're in their 40s or something, they find out that, no, they're actually this? I mean, that kind of just plays into the idea that doctors, they know a lot, but they also don't know everything and they definitely don't know you if they are seeing 50 patients a day and only talking to you for 30 minutes about something. Just entertain the idea that potentially ADHD, schizophrenia, anxiety, OCD could very well be like keys to the universe that our doctors are trying to repress. I don't know, it sounds kind of crazy now that I say it, but the reason I thought about this was from the new Avatar movie, There's a part where Kate, the daughter of Sigourney Weaver's character, she's like getting these messages from Mother Ewa. She's getting these visions, and sometimes it makes her like seize up because it's like so intense and powerful. And they're at the Water Tribe. Yeah, so then they have the shaman trying to help treat her. She's in a coma or something. And then uh, the character Norm Spellman, played by Joel David Moore, is like one of the white dudes from Earth who ended up staying there, he like comes into the tent and he's like, We need some real ass medicine in here, motherfuckers. That's
1: exactly what it sounded like, I bet.
0: But um they're like, Yeah, we need to really treat her with like real medicine, like not this hocus pocus you're doing.
1: Even though they have like found evidence that their God is real and shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And um and then afterwards he treats her, helps her out with modern medicine. He's out talking to Jake Sully and the mom.
1: Jake Sully.
0: And, um.
1: Of the Jarhead clan. And
0: they're like, yeah, she was talking about these visions that she was seeing with Mother Awa. And he looks at him and he's like, yeah, we think she's schizophrenic. But turned out that she was actually seeing that. She was actually experiencing that. So I don't know what they were trying to say there in that moment. But that's something that I've been thinking about personally what if there's a possibility that that could be happening in real life too like
1: well, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about like apparently in human history there were shamans in different tribes that they would like live up on the mountain like away from the rest of their people because they were fucking whacked out like crazy like they couldn't be around other people but you know when that they, when they'd go up to visit with them they'd be like oh yeah the the, the cattle or whatever you know traveling grazing animal is gonna be right there in four days. And there's no way they could know that because they're fucking sitting up on a mountain smoking peyote or whatever. And then four days later, fucking animals come through. Really? Stuff like that, yeah. Like apparently the shamans, you know, would have been labeled as schizo effective, but they were tapping into info that was accurate. Interesting. Like my cousin, he hears like crazy ass voices and other I've heard of other people doing it too. And it's like You know, there is the one school of thought that that these people are tapping into otherworldly information. It's not, you know, it's not some faulty error in thinking or, you know, anything unreal. It's like they're communicating with, like, spirits or something. Right. And that's not necessarily something to be repressed. Maybe be be wary of the voices in your head that are telling you to kill yourself or hurt other people or something. But... Maybe there's a reason that you're hearing that and not like, oh, I need to be pacified so I can get back to my 9-5. Yeah.
0: And then we were watching this other movie. What was it called? Sorry to Bother You?
1: Yeah, we watch movies, son. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry to Bother You.
0: Yeah, it is with Homeboy from Get Out and basically... Okay, spoiler alert.
1: No, I haven't seen it yet. Cover your ears. So if you were listening to this pause it right now go watch the movie unpause
0: or skip ahead we'll put put a time code down below basically he's a telemarketer he's like crushing it in the game gets a promotion gets a new job i think
1: making, making that fat bag
0: yeah making lots of money but he has to like so he's a black dude but um, at this new job he has to use <laughs> um his white voice only and the white voice is voiced by david cross which is hilarious so it's he's like it's showing a progression of him selling himself out to make more money he gets a new apartment and stuff and then there's a company called worry free it's kind of like the bash company from don't look up they're just like a crooked company that promises great things so worry free contacts the main character and they're like yo, I think you should be our supervisor of the workers here. But before he even starts talking details with him, he's like, take this fat line of blow. And it was like, oh, fatty. He rails the whole thing. And then he's like, all right, you got to watch this video. That explains everything. Main character's like, I have to go to the bathroom real fast. So he goes to the bathroom and he discovers like these horse people half horse, half human hybrids, like chained up in the bathroom stall because he went to the wrong bathroom. And um, then he's all freaked out. The guy basically at gunpoint makes him come back to the office and makes him watch a video. And the video explains that they make their workers snort a substance to <laughs> turn him into this hybrid just to maximize profitability and make him work way longer and be way stronger. That seemed like a metaphor to me about these, like, antidepressants and Adderall, like, where literally every single day people are prescribed and taking drugs to maximize profitability.
1: Yeah, they don't necessarily want you to be, like, self-realized, following your dream, just about being productive in the workplace, like...
0: Yeah, they just want you to keep your head down, do your work, go home, not question anything... It works for a lot of people. A lot of people like that type of life. They want to be told what to do. They want structure. That's why a lot of people go into the military and army. (laughs) Sometimes part of me thinks that I would have liked that because being creative and trying to make it on your own is rough, fam. It's rough.
1: Especially when you find out that people don't seem to give a shit about some creative thing.
0: Yeah, yeah it feels like everybody we've been reaching out to who we thought were friends don't really give an ass rats i don't give an ass rats but yeah antidepressants and pills i've heard are awful for your brain i mean i don't actually know but i could believe it like i i've heard so many people talk about it like especially on podcasts they i've heard lots of people talk about Yeah, I was on Adderall for 15 years. And it turned my brain into fucking mush. And I was prescribed it by my doctor. Or, like, Xanax. Like, um, I've heard great things about Xanax. It really blocks the ability to give a shit about anything. But it's literally turning your brain into mush.
1: And is that even what you really want? Right. I, I remember I tried it once and I slept for, like, 26 hours straight.
0: Right. And, like, lately... I mean it never has ended but i have there's just new stressors coming up every single day it seems like and i mean like i've said yeah of course i think about uh a drink would be great to just like put myself to sleep but ultimately i don't want that at all i'm especially proud of myself that i have still stayed still sober. stayed sober I've still stayed sober. I'm 62 days sober, and it's definitely not been fucking easy. I've been dealing with a lot of different factors coming at me from every single angle. And, uh, yeah. Stober. <laughs> Anyways, so that's just some food for thought. Could your mental problems or illness, quote-unquote, possibly be a good thing could it possibly be serving you in some way and maybe that mental illness or problem has become problematic because you are expected to go to school all day every day you're expected to go to work all day every day
1: yeah you're, you're you're trying to fill a role fit a mold when your mind is basically telling you to be something else i remember uh, jim carrey a while ago when he had his like breakthrough everybody thought he was gone off the deep end and he said that uh, if you're depressed, this is a paraphrasing, but it's like if you're depressed, that's basically your avatar, your character, telling you that it's tired of of acting that way, trying to be some certain person.
0: Yeah, I remember him saying that. That was cool of him to say that. What a cool guy!
1: And now he found color. He found color. He started painting. Did he? Yeah fuck yeah some of them are pretty good actually
0: and it's scary that if you try all these different anxiety medications and none of them work eventually they're gonna just put you on xanax which is also a one-size-fits-all in the end you know and like i learned even a family member was on xanax and i was like whoa that's crazy i can't imagine you needing that they got off of it no problem I think, and because it just wasn't serving them. But like, I look at this person in my family, and I'm like, "You do not need that shit." I cannot believe they're prescribing you that garbage. And telling you, a professional, a healthcare professional, was telling you to take that. That's scary. So I guess really the whole point of why I wanted to do this episode was to just not put so much faith in your healthcare providers because they are in a position of power. It does seem like we can trust them for everything, but the truth is that you can't. You have to know yourself. And that's why so many people now have shamans and stuff who really take the time to get to know you and get to know your backstory. These shamans who are getting to know you, they're not prescribing pills to you. They're prescribing natural remedies. Like, just think about that. And these are, like, deadly drugs, like, that have insane side effects. I mean, we've all seen the commercials on TV about these new drugs coming out.
1: Like, might help you be a little less depressed, but it might also cause <laughs> <laughs> vomiting, nausea, it's
0: depression, thoughts of
1: suicide, uh, fatal diarrhea.
0: It's Literally, like, this is prescribed for anal bleeding. May cause anal bleeding.
1: <laughs> At a worse degree than you had before. If so, contact your doctor immediately. They'll give you more.
0: Yeah, and these doctors hold the keys to these powerful, life-threatening, life-altering drugs. And they are just handing them out like candy. Because they are getting commission off of these fucking drugs.
1: I do like candy, though.
0: Me too. Let's go get some from our local doctor.
1: Candy. Can we get some gummies? So fruit snacks?
0: Also, it must feel fucking just so weird and awful. For people who used to see this doctor was prescribed all these crazy meds from a certain doctor and then years later come to find out that they're not in practice anymore and they lost their license like man i feel for you but i hope you figured out what you needed
1: good thing i got in touch with them before with the scandal <laughs> well i said to my therapist i was like well maybe if you have adhd and you can't sit still that you shouldn't be expected to should get up and be on the go have some different kind of active lifestyle you know it's like that whole like cookie cutter mentality i think is it's like maybe you don't need to be more like blank uh you need to find you know a suitable set of habits for what you're dealing with instead of it being an illness or a disease just just something to grow on yeah, I, one time I was talking to a guy who, he I think he, he said he was a therapist or something like that. Just some dude I had met at a fucking concert or something, you know. And uh, basically the conversation culminated in this guy saying that if Jesus was alive today, he'd probably be recommended medication for like bipolar or schizophrenia or some shit. So uh, there's a thought, uh, especially since that dude's generally renowned as being pretty revolutionary and worth listening to. Someone that would be considered ill today. Right. So it's basically, if you think differently, there's something wrong with you.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on...
1: Thinking differently. Don't even get me started. Just <laughs> don't, even, don't. Don't even get me started. Don't even don't. <laughs> don't even don't.
0: And let's talk about antibiotics. Let's go. Fools. Fools. This shit is scary. So antibiotics are literally prescribed for all sorts of things think about how many times you've been on antibiotics in the past. I have been on them countless times. Okay, not countless. Maybe... 17. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. I was gonna say 15. So what antibiotics do every time you take it is the pathogens within your body are building up a resistance every time you take these antibiotics. And it's literally breeding super viruses. The CDC, according to this article from Vox, made a disturbing prediction that, without radical change to antibiotic use practices, drug-resistant pathogens, which at that point were estimated to cause 700,000 deaths globally every year, could kill 10 million people per year by 2050. So this was written last year. Pathogen resistance is currently killing 700,000 people a year. I know somebody that has taken antibiotics 50 times, probably. One time they had strep five times in one year and they were just pounding down these antibiotics. They even got like a UTI at one point and they were given antibiotics for that. I mean, once an infection gets to a certain point, I would say yes, it's definitely needed, but like for a UTI, that doesn't seem like a good idea. And like when I had that little ear infection a couple weeks ago, Trinity was even like, you should go to the doctor. No. And uh, and I was like, bitch, I ain't trying to fuck with no other Oh, cold
1: cold, Stone cold. (laughs) We ain't editing that out, by the way. We we some real
0: ones.
1: (laughs) We can straight up say the N-word in the comfort and privacy of our own home.
0: I mean, he was looking out for my best interest, but I was like, "Uh uh-uh. That's the last thing I want is antibiotics. And... So I was dumping that shit in my ear, and it felt weird. Okay, Hi-
1: hydrogen peroxide.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> not shit. Not antibiotics. And, to be clear,
0: and doctors, how can they not care about this? Like it's scary.
1: Y'all don't care. Y'all don't care about nothing.
0: All they know, <laughs> all they know, is they have a fucking pen and paper with a little prescription sign on it, and they go take your drugs. Here you go. Yeah. So I would advise you to be very careful with antibiotics, save it for when you really need it.
1: Talking gangrene level event. <laughs> if it's about to fall off, maybe pop a couple. Uh,
0: maybe wait till it
1: actually <laughs> falls off. Then take a amoxicillin <clears throat> that you can get no. at the fish store.
0: <laughs> but obviously you know your body, you know what you need, but just keep this in mind because every time you take it, you're putting yourself at more risk. So save it for the real emergencies. Dump hydrogen peroxide in your ear if you have an ear infection.
1: Even if you don't.
0: Tea tree oil.
1: If you got a UTI, hydrogen peroxide in the ear. (laughs) You got depression, hydrogen peroxide in the ear. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I should make the disclaimer that we're just kidding a lot of the time. I don't know if that's obvious.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's something that needs to be addressed is that a lot... What we're saying is we're trying to be funny.
1: So if we're laughing, you're laughing. If we're not laughing, hopefully you're still laughing, but also taking it seriously.
0: I know I especially can say things pretty crassly. So yeah, just keep that in mind. I'm aware of it. I hope you are aware of it too. I hope you can keep it in mind.
1: Well, and one thing I wanted to talk about is my issue with the time that I was on and prescribed antidepressants before is I took it for a while and it had me questioning the whole time. So I'm taking a medication that I'm not sure if it's working and that's kinda seems like it isn't. Makes me think that. I'm like if if you don't notice that it helps, is that not that's is that not the thing that it's supposed to do? Just be obvious. Like, oh yeah, this is definitely like I feel better now. So, you know, that kinda had me a little
0: It had you a little
1: Yeah, have me a little, but not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so of course the obvious is I'm like, okay, I just must not be sick. They're just telling me I have bipolar for no reason or they're wrong or whatever. Which to be fair, I've heard that like 99% of people who are diagnosed with bipolar dispute that diagnosis. So that's worth considering if they tell you you have it. From what I've gathered is that that's like a very broad blanket of, like, basically if they can't figure out what's wrong with you or how to treat it, they just call it bipolar because you're not normal.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, think, I think that doctors and medicine has figured out a lot, but I feel like there's way more to be learned and to know.
1: Well, and it's got to be this unique personal experience. Like, you know, I'm not saying everyone's this individual snowflake, but kind of, you know, there's how for many 8 9 billion people and every one of us is quite a bit different so what works for you know 30,000 white americans might not be the the cure all fix for you
0: i guess a lot of shamans are recommending similar things for people like ketamine is widely popular for Treating mental illnesses now. It's actually even offered in medical professional doctor offices now, too. Yeah,
1: I've actually met a couple people that tried it and this said it was awesome. I've I heard like mushrooms. There seems to be a pretty general theme that you take mushrooms, you either have a good or bad time, whatever. Um, you know, you're confronted with some shit you got to deal with, or you just stare at the wall for a few hours. It's cool. But then apparently there's like a reported, noticeable period of time after. Your trip, where it's like you carry the positivity with you for a while.
0: Oh my god, that guy at Xfinity today that came up to us and said, how can I help you? I used to go to school with him, and he was actually the first person that ever told me, like, taught me about psychedelics. Really? And he he was, like, literally <laughs> tripping at school, and he was like, yeah, there's actually a 0.3% increase of happiness in anybody that trips, blah, blah, blah. Which you didn't recognize right. him right away? No, I did. I just... Yeah. Like, hey, you're the acid guy. You're the
1: acid guy. What's up?
0: Yeah, I think his name is Brandon.
1: Brandon the acid guy, wherever you are, (laughs) hope this message finds you well. (laughs) Hope Xfinity be treating you right.
0: They fucking betray me, baby.
1: Betrayal.
0: It's so annoying. I literally go in and start talking to this old dude. and And I was like, oh God, here we go. And I was just like, I just want to know why my bill is more expensive. And he's like... Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, here we go.
1: He even put his hands yeah. in the, the sales pitch position.
0: <laughs> and he was like, how much are you paying for your mobile plan? And I literally was like, I have it taken care of. I just want to know if I can get my price reduced. And then he goes again and he says.
1: Yeah, but if I upsell you, <laughs> you might save a couple of bucks.
0: He literally was like, if you carry with us, we can knock $20 off your bill." But add sixty to it.
1: I was <laughs> like, "All right, all right. Shut let the me fuck let me do <laughs> let me do some basic arithmetic here." <laughs> Sounds like a damn scam, but all right.
0: And and then I again was like, "I just want the fucking promotion. Can you give me the promotion?" And he was like,
1: "Hold on, hold on. My scripted <laughs> my scripted sales pitch has not reached its conclusion yet."
0: Yeah, and then he's like, "Who are you carrying with now?" And I was like. Mint Mobile. And he's like, I've heard about them, but I don't know much about them. How much are you paying? And I literally just looked at him and I was like, I just want the price. And he was like, okay, I'll give you this number to call. And I was like, okay, but I can't stand that, dude. Three times I have to shut him down. That's probably like in the code book. They have to say no three times before you can give up. I mean, honestly, I have heard good things about Xfinity service, but I don't want it. I'm fighting the war for Mr. Ryan Reynolds. He's giving me the mintiest mobile.
1: Mr. Mr. Ryan.
0: But no, it does seem pretty legit. FYI, check it out. It's been working well for me so far for these past couple of hours. So this is not sponsored, but it should be. Mint Mobile. Use code TYSO at checkout.
1: <laughs> I mean, make do. I mean <laughs> Ryan Reynolds dick.
0: I mean Rick Glassman. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds Rick Glassman bath scene. <laughs> All one word. No caps. note to end on, maybe, is something that we've talked about before. That you really should be kinda of doing your own legwork, doing your own research on your your personal chemical balance and substance intake. You know, it's like if the shit you're taking now is working for you, cool. If it's getting you where you need to be, fine. But if it's if they are even questioning at all about that, then maybe put in the, the work, you know, like.
0: Yeah, just be be cautious. Doctors are people. We're all just people. It's the classic, when you're a kid, you believe that adults know everything. But when you become an adult, you realize that nobody knows anything and we're all just guessing
1: you realize that.
0: Ah! What's happening? (laughs) I
1: need an adult. Oh, fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it, I am one. That's
1: me. Damn it. I need an adult here, adult.
0: Is there an adult in the room? Oh, shit, it's me. Of course, I am not anti-drug. I believe it does help people. Certain people do need it, and it's beneficial to them. Be skeptical, but the shitty part is, is that you don't really know if it'll work until You've been taking it for a certain amount of time. So you do have to do trial and error. But start with basics. Just treat yourself like a sim character. So if you've ever played The Sims, they're these simulated simulators.
1: Smaller.
0: They're characters that are... You You make your own sim family, which is little computer-generated characters that you don't necessarily control. You're controlling the environment around them. But you can like tell them to do certain things like... They, they'll get hungry, you'll have to tell them to go eat. Yeah, they have this green diamond above their head that when they're in a perfect mood and everything's taken care of, all of their basics are taken care of, they're happy, they're taken care of. And they have these bars of stats that they need to fill. You need to make sure that they sleep, that's a bar. You can see the gauge of each one of these things. Sleep, hunger, bathroom, hygiene.
1: Fun, fun time.
0: Yeah, fun, learning, learning a new skill and so yeah to keep a happy sim you have to keep these gauges full but if you just lock your sim in a windowless doorless room to die (laughs) then you'll see which everybody has done let's be honest it's really fun to watch and then they die and turn into a gravestone and then the grim reaper comes and then you can use another sim to go bargain with the Grim reaper it's hilarious and then they can come back as a zombie and they're like all green okay anyways if you Just leave your sim alone and don't take care of them, then their diamond slowly becomes yellow and red is the worst. If it's like bright red, they are straight up not having a good time, bro. So I've always thought about that in life like, you have to keep your gauges full, make sure you're getting sleep, work out, keep yourself enriched, take care of your own personal sim and see if that helps. Take the supplements that I talk about seriously. I feel like they've made such a huge difference in my stress management lately. All the stressors are still there. They're still prevalent in my life, right in my face. But I'm able to just deal with it well. It's I was a fucking mess before. Like, any little thing would make me so mad. But I still have those days where, like the other day, you don't like shit that doesn't even matter is pissing you off. Like, you're trying to make coffee and... You like spill coffee grounds on the counter and you're like, Oh my god Like it's physical things that you have no control over or like
1: My whole day is ruined.
0: Or like you walk into a doorway and your coat catches on the door handle and you're like, Oh my god
1: The universe is conspiring against me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I that always used to make me so mad. Like little physical things that I literally have no control over.
1: It's like, uh, in the words of one of the great poets ever wake up, it's just one of those days where everything is fucked, everybody sucks, and you want to just justify <laughs> ripping someone's head off.
0: <laughs> is that a Sylvia Plath?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, the, the pen, the pen name was Limp Bizkit, but yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I wanted to mention also just, also be cautious of the street drug or recreational use, too. You know, because I've thought about it before that, you know, like, one, on one hand I've heard, like, be drug-free. Addiction just ruins your fucking life. Everything is so bad if you're taking anything from someone who is just a little bit alcoholic. Just a couple of beers too many, and they're suddenly a fucking expert on anything that you're taking. Uh,
0: Yeah, recognize, yeah, recognize that everything's a drug. People will sit there with their prescription pills, their beer their cigarettes and be like i don't do drugs i would never do drugs and they're th- of course they're thinking of like molly ketamine cocaine but they are completely missing the whole point that they are doing drugs like
1: you know, i was prescribed these amphetamines so i'm better person essentially <laughs> but then on the other hand you know there's i've, I've also seen this a lot in the cool hip community is that weed is just sworn upon as being this miracle fucking cure drug when it, it ends up just keeping us on the couch snacking
0: yeah which to be fair there is a lot of benefits from hemp but i think cbd is like got it figured out like i would definitely recommend taking cbd i have a tincture of oil and i hit it hard every single day they figured it out if you don't want to get high If you don't like the feeling of being high, take CBD because they have extracted just the right cannabinoids to help with anxiety, help with depression, pain, discomfort. And yeah, but of course this is all, this is not FDA approved. So keep that in mind, but I know so many people. I used to work at a CBD shop. I know millions. No.
1: Mm, Billions.
0: (laughs) I know tens of 20s of people that CBD works miracles for them and pets too. Keep that in mind. They make CBD for pets. Some people have said that their dogs had cancer and were like so incapacitated and then they started giving them CBD treats and like they can't live without it. Like it's made such a difference. They can go on walks and stuff now.
1: I think it's just important to be be leery of anything that you absolutely feel like you need like you cannot have a day without it that that's something to to analyze i guess you know because i've noticed one thing is like when laura and i are eating more fruit i seem to feel better just from that you know just something simple yeah watermelon i'm always going to give shouts out to watermelon because it tastes good and it hydrates you
0: yeah so good when i used to hike arthur's rock every week which if you're not from fort collins it's this like super steep incline hike round trip it's like 1.8 miles so it's not long but it's like super steep it's great fucking workout and i would crush a little like i mean it's bad because i would buy these plastic containers of watermelon which i should have just been buying a watermelon but i would crush one of those every time and i swear it made such a difference but then, of course, you hear people being like, you better watch out for fruit because there's a lot of sugar. Like, there's so much sugar in all the things that people consume daily. Like, can't we just have fruit?
1: Yeah, can I just have a goddamn banana? <laughs> I remember hearing about this workout uh, diet. Is What the fuck was it? 20 bananas a day or something? What? 30, 30 bananas a day, maybe? 30, yeah, 30 bananas a day. is supposed to have, like, all the protein and shit that you need. That way. Yeah.
0: It's a superfood? Or considered one?
1: I I guess so, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I don't believe in superfoods, because they say...
1: They're super, though.
0: (laughs) I believe in hero
1: foods. Hero foods. Give me some damn spinach like Popeye.
0: Like, eggs were considered a superfood. Or maybe they still are, but then any vegan will tell you that... One egg is as bad for you as a pack of cigarettes yeah, you the
1: you're the actual devil if you eat one egg
0: i <laughs> I definitely don't believe that either, but yeah, that's another whole whole another, regardless w- all, all of the sudden topic
1: that's a can of worms for sure. <laughs> Some people but, say to eat worms
0: no, but that's a whole other topic is that I feel like we don't know anything about food. I was listening to Bill Maher and he was saying that this was years ago, but he was like, Recently doctors have found out that we don't even know how much water we're supposed to be drinking. We just know so little about diet. We know so little about a one size fits all for everybody. And like my dad, he did a bunch of research on food and I think he even saw a nutritionist and stuff and uh he was told that food is just very personal to you like if you eat something and it makes you feel good it's probably doing good things for you like they say dairy is satan but my dad says that a little bit of dairy actually makes him feel really good
1: well to bring up this book again celestine prophecy there's a big part a big section where these they're on this like this like commune the scientific commune like they're like measuring with spectrometers and all this shit like the the weight and calorie or, you know calories and nutrients of the food and stuff and they're saying that the simplified is that gratitude in creating and eating the food uh, affects your absorption and the benefits of it more than what you're eating you know if you're being mindful and like appreciating the food that you're taking in you're you're absorbing it better you know it's it's doing more for you than just smashing calories with no like regard
0: yeah that's fascinating and um i believe it i mean it's i definitely believe it because i mean you've told me about experiments with water and how if you the studies have actually shown that if you talk to water and give water positive words of encouragement (laughs) like you go water
1: you can do this
0: (laughs) then what was it they froze it and
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it was, I can't remember, the, let me find out the name of this dude. Um, it was like a Japanese. Masaru Emoto. Ma- Masaru Emoto. Yeah, it was like giving positive and kind, loving words to the water, and then when they would freeze it, it would make m- stronger, more perfect uh, ice crystals. Like more, uh, the structure would be more powerful. And then if they would, uh, like this is an image... Oh. that negative words would make more in- unstable.
0: <laughs> One says, you disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> Sad,
1: evil. One thing I thought was interesting about that is that we're such a water-based organism that so that could go back to the whole positive thinking thing that, you know, the way that your body works is uh, so affected by all the different vibrations coming in that... Um, yeah, you know, I've heard this time and time again from various sources that, you know, gratitude and and you know, loving kindness should go such a long way in all fields of life. Like telling telling yourself that you're sick does not seem to be the play. You know, that doesn't doesn't appear helpful in any facet of life.
0: Yeah, I actually wrote like a stand-up bit about that is like when you're sick everything you do makes you feel way more sick like you're huddled under a blanket sneezing coughing you're like i'm so sick i was like we should be doing things that make us feel well like running a 4k
1: stop being sick and be awesome instead (laughs) smash a six pack of red bull go play some laser tag
0: Okay, it's not that funny. But to go on that water particle theory observer effect, where it's the phenomenon in which the act of observation alters the behaviors of particles being observed. That shit is fucking bonkers. But it's actually been scientifically tested many times, and the results come out the same. From what was explained to me from a friend was that yeah, they were firing electrons at a piece of paper or something, right? They are firing it through this double-slit object to this piece of paper. And when they left the room, they left the testing site, and they just let it do its thing, they found that the particles were just bouncing off everywhere. But then when they observed the experiment with their own eyes, they found that the electrons were actually moving through the slits. And like... Basically fulfilling the prophecy of what they were trying to measure.
1: Yeah. So whether I guess I heard a simplification of is whether light interacts as a wave or a particle is based on the observation, the measurement.
0: What is the theory called? The double slit. There's another term for it. It's like
1: wave wave particle
0: duality. Take an edible and look that shit up. (laughs) It's seriously (laughs) so insane. It'll have you questioning everything. Yeah, I mean, I've- I try to do this, but I forget all the time, but it has been said that you should be speaking to your water as you're bathing yourself, too. Like, as you're showering, speak into the stream of water, and things that I say to it would be, like, this water is so good for my skin. This water is so good for my hair. This water is nourishing my skin and my orifices, and- (laughs) This water is cleansing me of negative energy and allowing room for positive energy. This water is relaxing me. This water is reducing stress, pain, inflammation. Like, if you have a hurt back, let the shower hit you right on the back. Speak to it and say, this water will heal my back.
1: Mm. Street smarts! I think that's about it (laughs) for today, folks. That's a wrap.
0: Just all you beautiful make-doers out there, I hope you enjoyed. This food thought i hope you will really just look inward and understand that you know yourself better than anybody else and don't trust everything you hear even if they are professional
1: even if it's coming from us
0: don't believe anything we said
1: ever <laughs> but i think like if you're trying to have a real mental health evaluation and you know make changes in your your mind Expect that to be a long conversation, you know, prepare for an actual exploration on the subject, not just like, okay, well, if we throw this at it, that'll instantly fix it and I can just keep all my shitty habits.
0: Right. Yeah. If you want to make lasting, effective change, look within. You will need to change your lifestyle one way or another. If something's not working, even if that is just taking a drug, but keep your sim happy, your sim self happy take care of your gauges of baseline needs and question everything and i know it seems like not an easy feat but remember it gets easier
1: so get to it keep at it trinity and laura signing off